Is sleeping with him on the first date going to make him fall in love with you? No, probably not. And I'm going to get into that on why that doesn't typically happen in today's episode. If you're new here, welcome. If you're coming back, I love you. And you're listening to the What Would She Know podcast. Obviously, the title of today is Sleeping With Him On The First Date Gonna Make Him Fall In Love With You. I just want to, before we get into this whole topic, I feel like there's a lot to debunk and I want to preface a lot of things just to make sure people know that I'm not like shaming anyone or trying to say that men are allowed to do this and women can't do this or women can do this and men can't do this. Absolutely not. Okay. But Regardless of who you are, I think it is okay to sleep. Is it okay to sleep with someone on the first date? At the end of the day, of course it is. You can sleep with whoever you want. You can sleep with how many people you want. I don't care if you're sleeping with someone every night. Then again, also, me saying that, I do also want to do another episode of like why chasing validation through casual sex can actually not be healthy at all, even though we've kind of normalized it. For reasons of like it trying to, it can literally be like a drug or you trying to like fill a wound that you may not unconsciously think you have. Anyway, that's a topic for another another time. But at the end of the day, you can sleep with whoever you want, even if I say, you know, maybe are we chasing the validation through a new partner every weekend because we have a father wound or a mother wound? You can still say, fuck you, Lily. I don't even want to go into that. But regardless, I just want you to ask yourself these questions. What are you dating for? Are you one? Because you can date for whatever you like, but I think there's like three different three different things that you can be dating for, right? So one, are you dating for casual sex with like friends with benefits type of vibe? Two, are you dating for one night stands? Or three, are you dating to find a partner, to find the one, to find someone that you may potentially marry? This topic, like every topic I speak about, is situational because if you want to have casual sex with a hot guy, then go for it, sis. Or a hot girl, you go for it. And not all men have sex with someone and want to move on to the next thing and have sex with them and then they don't want to pursue things. So another reminder that this podcast isn't black and white. None of my episodes are, but I just wanted to make that clear. But... Sleeping with him on the first date will not make him fall in love with you. Sex doesn't create this for a man. If you've been talking to a person through socials for weeks, there's lots of rapport being built, there's chemistry, things have been building, and then you sleep together, then that's a completely different story because it's about the deep connection that you guys established prior before getting into bed with each other. Because this happened with me and my partner now. I lost my virginity to him. Well, we lost our virginity to each other when we were 16. Well, I was 16. And we had been like texting for ages. We would, how cringe is this? It's cringe, but cute. We'd like hang out sometimes at school. And then there was like, obviously, the first time that I don't know, I think we went to a party or something and I went and stayed at his. And then that's when we slept with each other for the first time. The notebook was playing in the background, very romantic. That's what happened. And that's what I mean by like, if you're looking for a romantic partner and you don't just want to sleep with a guy and then him fuck you off, the way that you can typically avoid this is through building the rapport and the connection before you do go and sleep together. And if it is the right person, it doesn't matter if you sleep with them or how quickly you start dating or how quickly you move on from your old relationship into the new one. Because 
everyone's different. Like it is so situational. It doesn't mean it like even with all the science that I'm about to tell you about how like men have more testosterone compared to a woman, that still doesn't mean that like things are going to be different for like everyone is so individual. Do you get what I'm saying? But I think regardless, it is also important to consider some of the things that I'm going to be talking about. Because I know for me, if I was single and even when I was single, I couldn't put the P in the V without getting the F. If you haven't heard that, I'm pretty sure that came from Lucy and Nikki. Love their podcast. The penis in the vagina without getting the feelings. And that's okay. Some people don't like casual sex and that's okay. Some people can't have casual sex without getting the feelings. And that is also okay. And I'm going to tell you why in a little bit. When I was researching this topic, one thing that I did find interesting is like when I researched, um, will like men lose interest in women after the first hookup? And obviously the research is saying it's okay to sleep with someone on the first date. We all know that. It's completely okay. But then a survey found that over 83% of women found that men lost interest and respect if they hooked up with them too soon. But 70% of men are saying that that's not true. If they're interested, it doesn't matter. So that's interesting, isn't it? And I've spoken to a lot of my friends who are single and do the whole casual hookup thing and dating. And a lot of them have said to me, like, they do genuinely believe through experience that Men perceive them differently if you sleep with them too soon. And it's just a little bit fucked up, isn't it? But let's understand some of the basic psych to the topic of today's episode. So men and women have different hormones released during sex, especially on the first night. Women have more oxytocin, men release more dopamine, and then their testosterone goes down, which can be why they can quote-unquote feel weak and want nothing to do with you. Now, these are two very different hormones. Oxytocin is the bonding hormone, which makes you feel like you're falling in love, and dopamine is the pleasure and reward. When I was researching this whole testosterone thing, just trying to confirm if this is actually true, there was a lot of conflicting research. And when I think about it, It kind of makes sense because men have 17 times more testosterone in their system compared to women. And if that's at an all-time high, that's because they have higher libidos because of this testosterone in their bodies. Then it would kind of make sense that that testosterone goes down, I guess, after they've had sex. I'm not really sure. I can't take that whole testosterone thing. Take that whole testosterone thing with a grain of salt. I definitely think I should get someone on who is professional to Go into this topic a bit, bit further because I find it super interesting. But the basis of this is that women, yes, scientifically release the bonding hormone in larger amounts compared to men. So that's kind of like the debate and confirming that women, quote unquote, fall in love with men sometimes after they've slept with them, but men don't typically fall in love with women when they've slept with her on the first date. And this isn't sexism, this is biology. And of course, it's not all men. This doesn't happen to not all men. Not all men are going to sleep with you on the first date and then completely ghost you. And not all women are going to come going to sleep with guys and fall in love with them and and have an attachment, but this is just a majority, okay? Men typically will fall in love with you through time apart and quality time spent with you. Women fall in love with you through the deep conversations and the intimacy that you share. And for a lot of women, If you have an orgasm with a man, you're going to create a bond with him because you have that 
oxytocin release. That's why a lot of women struggle with casual sex and this is why you're probably getting yourself into a lot of situationships or you're falling in love with guys while they ghost you after sex. And once this bond is created through that hormonal release, you're most likely going to overlook the red flags. You'll get attached. You'll excuse their bare minimum behavior all before getting to know who this person really is and if you genuinely do like them. So knowing this going forward, don't be surprised at the outcome now that you do have this information presented forward to you. Ladies, I don't care, or men, I don't care what you do, how many people you sleep with, how often, but if you want my advice and you're dating with the intention of finding a romantic partner, go on a date with them. Don't go home with them on the first or even second date. Let them spend that time away from you to think about you, to build up that connection. And I was going to say, and then that chase, but we don't want the chase. It's toxic. It's not good. It's not nice behavior. I don't want to encourage the chase. Okay. And it's also going to allow you to step away from those dates and really reflect, do I really like this person? Did I enjoy their company? Do I think there's a connection there? Because like I said, if you have sex with them and you're having an orgasm, then that that bond is going to be created because you've had sex with them. And then you may not, like, you'll be in that headspace of like sweeping all the quote unquote red flags under the rug. Men typically bond through a connection already established. Then sleeping with her will essentially increase his level of affection and care for her. But if you're someone who, you know, you can't have casual sex because It just leaves you feeling worse and empty. That's because you're literally going through almost like a grief experience. When the casual sex ends, if you do find yourself being attached to people when you hook up with them, it almost activates an abandonment wound and an attachment trigger. And don't worry, I'm going to do an episode on the psychology of casual sex. So we will talk more about that topic itself. And I'm also going to get one of my friends to come on very soon to talk about dating and tips and tricks on how to navigate that, especially when you're single, because obviously I don't have an experience with that. But I think she is going to be able to give some really good advice and share experience and you guys will be able to relate to her as well if you're going through this whole dating process and you're single and you're navigating the whole casual sex scene. I think that'll be a great episode for you guys. The key takeaway here is Sleeping with him on the first date is not going to make him fall in love with you. Not for majority of men anyway. Maybe some, maybe some men, and that's okay. And, you know, maybe vice versa. Maybe it's the men, maybe you're a man and you're listening to this and you you find the opposite with with women, that you think that it's like a different experience for you, for what I'm completely talking about. That's okay. The main takeaway here is if you're looking for a partner, regardless of what sex you are, what gender you are, or who you are, focus on emotional intimacy before physical intimacy. When I was looking into this topic, Adam Lane Smith, who's a psychotherapist and attachment specialist, says that there are two different dating pools. So there's the secure pool and there's the insecure pool. So the secure pool they want authentic connection. There's no situationships. They know their worth. They are secure knowing what they want and how to communicate that without thinking. Oh, that this is too much. They understand what it takes for genuine connection and relationships. So they know what the experience of dating should be like. But the insecure pool 
These people are trying to gain the validation. They're chasing the casual sex as a coping mechanism. They're trying to go and above and beyond improving that they're interesting. They're playing the anxious and avoidant dance. They're playing the games. They're the controlling type. These people think that this is what attracts secure women, when in fact it just drags in the insecure women and vice versa. Anyway, guys, that was the end of today's little episode. I didn't have a lot planned for this week because I don't know if I can share it yet. I'm sure I will soon. I By next episode, I definitely will be able to share. So yeah, it was another really short episode, but I think sometimes these are, you just want the information without me blabbling on, but I'm still going to do owning my shit for the week. So, <clears throat> you know, you guys know, if you've been a listener for a while, you know I'm a fan of cold water therapy. Back in my old house, I moved into my new house with my um, friend Brittany. I was living with my boyfriend in my old house and two other people. Regan, who is one of the friends that I was referring to who's going to come on the podcast, who I absolutely adore. When I was living at my old house in Paran with my boyfriend and my two other housemates at the time, I was doing a cold shower every day. And if I wasn't having a cold shower every now and then, I'd like do the cold plunge that was outside. I wasn't doing that all the time because I find for like, anyway, I was doing the cold shower and would sometimes go and do like the community dips, go down to the ocean, whatever. It became a habit. It was really uncomfortable for me at the start, obviously, because it's like quite hard, but it became a habit. And then like, I loved doing it. I built my time up because at the start, I remember I could literally only last like five seconds and then it was like a few minutes by the time I constantly made myself do it and I learned how to breathe through it and just knowing how I felt afterwards was the reward in itself. And then I moved here and for some reason I just stopped doing it. And I know it's just because it was like a change of environment and when you when you go three or more days without doing your habit, it then becomes unconditioned and you're less likely to do it and then you just don't want to do it anymore and that's kind of what happened with me with my cold my cold water therapy and this week when was it wasn't yes it was yesterday I'm gonna go tomorrow morning as well and I had a little mini cold shower just before but yesterday I forced myself to go to the beach and do a cold dip there because it was it was actually cold yesterday I think it was only 17 degrees which technically isn't even that cold, but it's also spring at the moment. And the day before that was like 27 in Melbourne. And it was so windy and it was so cold. I remember walking down to the beach and I just put my feet in the water. And I was like, I'm pretty sure my feet are about to fall off. Anyway, that's what I'm earning my shit for. Like I've just been so, I haven't been doing the cold water stuff as I once was. But yesterday I went to the beach. I did a cold dip. I felt incredible. I just love like barefoot on the sand, you walk out, you have the cold plunge. There's so much discomfort there in yourself, but you make yourself do it and you feel fucking incredible after and no one was there. And you just, I just felt on top of the world. Like it was just such a nice fucking reminder to, yeah, that's what I'm earning my shit for this week. I don't really have anything to update you guys on. Make sure you're following me on your so- on my socials at what would you know pod on TikTok and Instagram. If you love this episode, send it to someone, take a photo of you listening to this episode, put it to your story, tag me. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes.